Welcome to And the Award Goes To, a weekly podcast where we see the newest films to hit theaters, giving our thoughts, impressions, and finally, an award to a particular thing in the movie. My name is JT Atkins, and with me is... Rocky Ridoy. Rocky, what did we see uh, this weekend? We saw... Well, you saw this weekend. I yeah. saw it last weekend. It was in my... Uh, did, yeah, didn't you recommend it? That's right. That's right, yep. Uh, saw cock lockers. Or blockers. We did. Our blockers, yeah, but with the blockers. picture of, like, a of cock. A cock yeah. of, a, of a rooster. Rooster cock. So, not, to not be a exact. Not a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, a not, not a penis. Um, yeah. Okay, this sounds a little good. Uh... <laughs> Well, who was it? Yeah, all the stuff. Uh, who was it directed by? It was by? directed by Kay Cannon. This is her directorial debut. She was a writer. I saw that. And producer on 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah. And she was a writer. She wrote the Pitch Perfect movies. There we go. Okay. Uh, which I never watched. I know you like them. I've seen, I think it's like the second one, and I really liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it was produced by Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg. Oh, okay. Along with some other people, but they're the only ones anybody cares about. Yeah. Um, it was written by five different people. Was it? I only yeah. saw two on the credits, but I guess on IMDb it's got more or something. Yeah. Or? Um, it was run by Brian Kehoe, Jim Kehoe, John uh, John Hurwitz, yeah, Hayden Schlossberg, and Eben Russell. And it starred Leslie Mann, Ike Barinholtz, and John Cena, as well as three kids. So the thing is about the writers is that which one of those actually helps write? Because you know, like IMDb gets weird sometimes. Damien Chazelle of mm. Whiplash and La La Land is credited as a quote unquote writer. On ten Cloverfield Lane, right. So I mean, like we have to really think it. Like Joss yeah. Whedon is quoted as a, I think, a writer on Twister. Yeah, right. Like we have to kind of like all he did was like they wrote the script and he kind of doctored it up a little bit mm-hmm. for him. So I mean, is there any is there anything in parentheses on uh, IMDb for all those? No, I mean John John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg are yeah. writing partners, and they also were two of the producers as well. Does any of it say um, like story by or something? No, or, no, no, just as written by a whole five of them. Jeez, and then okay. it was uh. But both of them, they wrote the Harold Kumar movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. I only and saw the first one. Did you see any of those? I saw the first one, and I saw parts of the second one. Was the second one any good? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's my feelings with the first ones. Yeah, it's all right. I thought the first one was funny. Yeah. I the first one. It's yeah. it's okay. Uh, but who? Okay, so John Cena's in this movie, and what was the other? What's the lady's the lady's name? The Leslie mom? Mann? Leslie Mann. Yeah, that's I Judd never... wife. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know they were married. I could never remember That's her name. That's why she's in like all his movies. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, cool. Yeah, everyone and the and the kids. You have the kids' names. I don't know what they are, but they're they're their they kids. kicked ass. They yeah, are. they kicked ass in this um, movie. Really good. Let me see. Uh, Catherine Newton is Lisa's daughter. Okay. And I know. I God damn, what was she on? She was on. Um, was she on something? I could fucking swear to God, I knew her from something. None of these. Oh, she kids was on like Lady Bird. And she was on. Oh, the, she was, okay. Harris Wendo. She was on three billboards. She's fucking daughter that got killed. Oh shit! Yeah, that yeah. is her. Holy yeah. crap! Okay, she just looks way more uh, cheerleadery in yeah. this movie. Okay. Um, Geraldine Viswanathan. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's Cena's daughter. That's I'm Cena's guessing. Daughter. Okay. Um, and then there's uh, Gideon Adlin, who is Ike Barinholtz's daughter, who is Pamela Adlin's daughter. You know Pamela Adlin. Is she the uh, she was she the woman that was married to Hannibal Burris in this movie? Was that her? No, no, that? no, no, oh, okay. no. This uh, I thought you were gonna she, say she like they're on... actually like mother and daughter. No, then. no, no. Like, she, oh, she okay. was on uh, Louis, and she was on um, uh, Californication. She's the voice of Bobby Hill. Is she? Yeah. Holy crap! Okay. Yeah, that's her mom in real life. Okay, <laughs> okay. I thought you were saying I thought you were saying the lady that played her mom in the movie was no. also her mom no, in real life. No, no, okay, no, no, okay. No. Um, but yeah, Hannibal Burst in this movie too. Yeah, yeah. There so, for a second. 
Cool. Yeah, well, I mean, Pam, yeah, it's yeah, Pamela Adlin. Have you seen her before? Oh, uh, she yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, she looks a little familiar. Yeah, she was the mom of the uh, the one girl. Then the girl that thinks she's the girl that it realizes is. she's gay. Yeah, yeah, okay. in real life. Which yeah, is not really a spoiler, but yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yeah. It's a uh, rare to see a movie come up with new kid, new kid talent, and it you know be All good. Of them are good. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. No, that's good. I mean that's the uh, that's the big surprise for me of this movie is that i thought the trailer looked stupid as shit mm-hmm. and this movie is one of the best i've seen all year so <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> always yeah. nice always nice to have pleasant surprises like that. Here yep here we go all we're right. done yeah. um i mean did you like it i did i liked yeah. it a lot it was uh it was a surprise uh we were talking about how bad the uh the preview was the yeah. first preview was like Trailer's man this rough. is one of the worst trailers i've ever seen it like, is how it was yeah. all put together uh-huh so I had low hopes, and I started seeing the first group of reviews. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna go see it. So me and my parents went and saw it. I'm we glad all, we you all s- loved it. Yeah, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. glad you saw it because I would not have ever given this movie the time of day. So yeah, I'm glad it got a. Uh... Yeah, I'm glad we saw it. it yeah, good. sure. Uh, but first, we do. You ha- do you have any news? I think I've got like one or two things. Yeah, I got. I got some. Uh, go for it. Tyrion Edgerton. Yeah. Uh, Star of Kingsman. Yep. And. Um... Kingsman. Eddie the Eagle, <laughs> um, Eddie Eagle, or sure. um, he'll be playing out on John Rocket Man. Oh, I saw something about that. Yeah, yeah. So what? What is Rocket Man? What is that going to be? Is that a... Rocket Man will be a biopic from what I understand that will okay. be following the um, life of Alan John, which yeah. is funny since they're both in that shit fest. <laughs> Kingsman too, which you like. You like it, but I, I, I did. Like yeah, I don't like Elton John's part in it because yeah, it no. became too much. But apparently, they liked each other on set, so yeah. he was like, "Hey, do you want to play me in the?" Or was it already cast? Did they already have a cast when they did Kingsman? Like, no, I think I, I think it was, they just got no. Not this is just announced, but oh, okay. uh, for, okay. for that movie, no. Yeah. Um, but the movie, from what I understand, will be produced by Matthew Vaughn. Oh, okay. So, uh, which makes sense. But um, let me that's see. good. Yeah, he'll do all the action sequences in Elton John's life. So I mean, yeah, the, the film covers the singer pianist's growth from a prodigy at the Royal Academy of Music to a global superstar through his influential and enduring musical partnership with the songwriter collaborator Bernie Taupin. It is an unvarnished rock and roll biopic with John's life stripped back of the glitter. Okay. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Movie biopics can be hit or miss. Yeah. I, I can find out that a lot of them. I don't look at movie biopics the same ever since Dewey Cox. Back when that came out. <laughs> because really, if you start watching them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You watch Hard Walk Hard. I'm going to say Hard Rock. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've never seen it. Walk Hard. Oh, it's great. Yeah. But uh, you start noticing things in every movie biopic where it's really? like, oh, yeah, they made fun of that. And Dewey Cox. <laughs> nice. like, they, these, all these are really the same. So. If they do something different, then that's fine. Um, if not, then fuck I, it. I really, I mean, I don't, I don't get into too many biopics. I really like Walk the Line. That's like mm-hmm. maybe, I mean, it used to be in like my top ten movies of all time. I have to go back and look at stuff now because I loved that movie when it first came out. Um, I mean, yeah, that one's good. I and, like Straight uh, Outta Compton. Yeah, Straight Outta Compton's solid. I like yeah. that. Uh, we actually watched that in my film studies class back in college. It was good, yeah. I mean, I don't have too much experience with much of them, though, so... I'll definitely check this one out. When, did it have a release date, or this is just the casting no, that's thing? Just the, that's just announced. the casting news. Oh, okay. yeah. I think it comes out probably next year or something. Gotcha. I don't know. Shouldn't take too long to knock one of those out. Yeah, you can probably do one of those quickly. Um, Steven Spielberg has chosen DC over Marvel for his first superhero movie. Yeah, it's going to be Blackhawk, right? It's going to be Blackhawk. Yeah, what is Blackhawk? Black I figured Hawks you'd probably know this. So. a World War II team. Okay. Um, they're multinational. Yeah. Um, and they're all pilots. They're all World War II pilots. Okay. And Black Hawk is their leader. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just World War II so it, fighter pilots that fight the Nazis is and it, stuff. Is it Black Hawk as the leader and mm-hmm. then the Black Hawks are like his followers yeah, or something? Yeah, or, oh, okay. or is the team's name. What, why is that a superhero thing? Does anyone get special powers at some point? Or? Well, no, no, it's not a superhero movie. It's it's just oh, like it goes along okay. with all those like I thought World it was War II comics thing. that were coming out. Like that or like Sergeant Rock. Sergeant Rock was a World War II comic that in DC Comics he was a character. Oh, okay. Done by uh, Joe Kubert. Oh, okay. Um, there's just a lot of different World War II characters and stuff. Yeah. Actually, if you want some Blackhawks action, then you should go watch the Justice League episode. Um, it's like two or three episodes called The Savage Time, I think. Oh, no. It's when they're going against Vandal Savage back during World War II era. Oh, okay. Sergeant Rock is in it, and so is a Blackhawk team. How do they and get How do they get back there? Someone they, they, time travel thing? Oh, uh, yeah. It's a time travel thing. Yeah, like a time uh, portal opens up in the fortress, yeah, and they're, they're like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. But all of them are in the, those episodes. Okay. So you can watch those. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I think they had Justice League for a good bit yeah. on uh, Amazon Prime, so I can go back and I know I was watching the Batman animated series on there a while back. Yeah, they should have Justice League on there then. I'll have to check it out. Uh, go for it. What you got? Um, F. Gary Frank. Oh, I'm sorry, F. Gary Frank. F. Gary Gray will direct a mask movie for Paramount. Are they doing another mask? No, not the mask. Mask as in uh, M. A. S. K. Like like the 1980s toy line that was out around the same time. It was a Hasbro toy line that was out around the same time as Transformers. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's called Mask. Um, which stood for Mobile Armored Strike Command. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they fought a organization called Venom. I don't know what Venom stands for, but anyways, <laughs> Curry, some acronym. It, it's something ridiculous. But um, this comes on the heels of them announcing new Transformers movie, new GI Joe movie, and Ron the Space Knight movie because they're trying to start their own universe because you know the best way to start a universe is saying hey we're making a universe <laughs> because it works so well exactly look property. at dc yeah. they did a good job yeah, look at uh right look at the dark universe yeah, the dark with universe. universal yeah. everything um, Oof. so yeah mask would be had by f gary gray who's the director of um friday and he directed he directed oh, okay. Straight Out Compton. He directed the last Fast and Furious. Gotcha. So he's done a lot. Yeah. But he'll be heading Mask. Um, I don't know if you need Mask and Transformers in the same universe. Because they're pretty <laughs> similar. Yeah. But uh, you know what? What are you? What are you gonna do? What is the? And what did you say the other one was? Like Star something kid, whatever. What is that? Space Boy. What was it? Spaceman. Oh, Rom Space Knight. Rom Space Knight. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Rom, what is that? It I was. I don't know a lot that. about ROM. He was a toy line back then. Also, Marvel was putting out ROM comics for a while. Okay. Actually, I mean, Marvel had the Hasbro line of comics for a long time. They, yes. They're putting out G.I. Joe comics and Transformers comics back in the 80s before. Yeah. Until IDW, I think, got a hold of. Did they? Yeah, IDW. Because IDW was doing, like, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, IDW got, has the Hasbro stuff now. Okay. I think they're the ones that have been putting out the Transformers comics for the past 20 years or so. Gotcha. Okay. Then, uh, G. I, I think they comics. do the Godzilla comic too. Is mm-hmm. it either them or Dark Horse? But, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Cool. So. Um, yeah. I've only got one more piece. Don't have too much news today. Uh, Ub- Ubisoft on Ubisoft, Ubisoft. How do you say it? I say Ubisoft. Ubisoft? Yeah. Ubisoft? I don't know. I, I try to hit right in between. I, guess. I don't say U, but I say U either, so I say Ubisoft. Ubisoft? Ubisoft? And I try uh, to put a question mark at the end of it. There you go. So people can correct me. <laughs> you just like, make yeah, it. Sure. sure, like, all right, yeah. Um, apparently, they announced on their Facebook that The Division, which I don't know if you played any of that. Mm-hmm. The game, I, I know everybody liked it a lot. It's really fun. I, I still play it every yeah. now and then. Um, 
Yeah, it's really good. Um, the Division movie has been announced, and they are attaching uh, David Leach to be the director okay. of Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how this yeah, works out. I mean, I sure did love Atomic Blonde. Yeah, right? Atomic Bullet had good, like, decent action in it, so I mean... Well, I mean, yeah. Especially that long take in the middle. Yeah, oh, baby. That's the only good part of the film, in my opinion. <sighs> yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, I, I'm kind of worried about Deadpool 2. Nah, it'll be alright. Mm, I don't know, some of those advanced reviews were, weren't too kind. Really? Like, yeah, okay. there was a lot of controversy going around that. Yeah. And, but, um... I, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Um, but yeah. The, the, the Division will be fun. Do you yeah. know, like, anything about The Division? It's about... Um, like a special forces task force, something like a like almost like but, a SWAT team force of some sort. Kind of, but like, it's like way it's like way bigger. Pretty much, uh-huh. it's basically you have agents all over like America, mm-hmm. and they're what's known as like division agents. They like live their lives, like do whatever. Just they're nor- they're normal, like everybody. You don't know they're like secret special agents. Right. But uh, when anything big, like a big catastrophe goes down, if everything else fails. Then, Amer- then the government calls in the division. Okay. And it's a group of people that go in and fix something. So basically in the first division game, cause they're, they're trying to make a sequel and like maybe some other games. And I'll, I'll be down for all of them because the first one's really good. Uh, the first one focuses on a bioterrorism attack that happens in New York. And basically it's called, I forget what it's called, but it's like, it's like some like doll, it's called like the dollar... I, I want to say it has the dollar sign. It's like the dollar flu or something. I want to say it's like something that has to do with the money because okay. basically this uh, bioterrorist puts like a weaponated version of like smallpox, whatever, something, something. He sure. does something, puts it like, uh, gets it on money, mm-hmm. and then the attack happens on Black Friday when everyone's out spending money and buying stuff and just money goes everywhere. Like people are exchanging all the time. Everyone gets sick. Like, the virus spreads, people die, they quarantine New York, they, like, rioters break out, like, people form gangs and stuff, and then, like, everything just goes to shit, and the first team they send in is, like, go, like, just fucking goes haywire, and so the government's like, shit, alright, send in the second wave of the division, and so you're one of those characters that go in, and you are basically hanging out in there the whole time, trying to find the people from the first wave, and set up a base of operations with them and kind of like take over and take back the city and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a really fun game. It's got really good gameplay, uh, really interesting like abilities and stuff in it. It's like, and as you know, it's completely realistic with the spreading of the virus. Cause we all know people use cash these days oh, yeah. instead of I their mean, cards did, to, you, or anything. I mean, you just did. You went to Hogan's. <laughs> yeah, but I had, but I, but I had to go to office depot first to <laughs> use my card to get, to give cash back so I could go to Hogan's and get a sandwich. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, that's only the really only like unrealistic put, part is. Was it put it out? Was it put it out? Was it put out under the Tom Clancy name? Yes. Yeah, it's a Tom Clancy. Even he's been dead for probably yeah. way before. They still just out. everything's yeah. Tom Clancy. They just keep putting it out. No, it's really it's really good though. It's really fun, and they've kept it alive. It's kind of like Destiny. It's like an online MMO shooter kind of thing. Uh, they keep on giving like updates for it. I don't have the season pass for it yet, and it's been out for like over a year. Like two years, you I think. People at work were playing and, and talking about it's, it. It's really good. I played it when it first came out, and the thing was is that like I was playing it when it first came out, and it was really fun. But every all my other friends got into it for like a week, and then Destiny hit with like this big free expansion, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" And we all went back to Destiny, <laughs> yeah, sure. and so we all forgot about the division, except for me. I was like, "I want to go back to the division. Let's play it. Let's you know, let's swap. Let's play every now and then." And everyone, all my online friends were like, no, we're playing Destiny. And so I played where everyone was playing, which was on Destiny. And now 
Destiny 2 isn't that great, so people stop playing it. So like, but everybody right, loved so it when it first came out. I I still enjoy it. Like I still play it every now and then. It's just not as fun because I don't have anyone to play with. Yeah, sure. So uh, I play the Division every now and I did then. A lot of school, like back in the playground, just a seesaw, but I refused to get off, <laughs> even though there was no kid on the other side. You were just sitting on the ground. Yeah, just on the ground, <laughs> just waiting. And the teacher's trying to call you in. You're like, no. <laughs> I play by my own rules. Yeah. Put my sunglasses. I'm not done. Yeah. Um, the last bit of news I have is that uh, you know who Joe Bob Briggs is? Nope. You know Joe Bob Briggs? Joe Bob Briggs was a host of uh, Drive-In Theater and other shows on TNT. Um, is that a show, Drive-In Theater? Yeah, he would, oh, okay. he would host like horror movies and stuff. Okay. And um, he's like this like Southern kind of character yeah. and stuff. And he would just like talk about like box office totals they'd like introduce like a horror movie yeah and then he would like do an outro for a talk in between and stuff like that it's like oh here's jason five jason lives or friday 13 five jason lives because we all know he lives again because they kill him at every movie and stuff <laughs> but he's like just a smart ass and yeah he's fucking great you can see his stuff on youtube like, okay from it. but he's come back to host a 24-hour horror-thon on shutter in oh, june okay. so he'll be hosting a whole 24-hour horror film festival that you can stream from Shutter. That's pretty cool. On a Friday in June, they haven't decided what date yet, but it'll, nice. it will be happening in June. And Joe Bob Briggs. He says that's twenty four hours that they do mm-hmm. that for. Oh, It'll okay. be twenty four hour horror movie. Nice festival. Oh, Almost okay. by Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, he got he, he's put out some books and stuff like that. He got some trouble for saying some. Um. He he said some things that weren't very well accepted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was pretty fucked up the things he said, but um. Was it, like, recent or something? Uh, it was probably, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. Let me see if I can find what exactly he said. Um, but he would always, like, the movies he would show would always be, like, general 80s schlock and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like, hey, here's Return of the Living Dead, which I love that movie. It's my favorite zombie film. Um, it's like, or Return of the Swamp Thing or whatever. And oh, like, okay. And making fun of it. Yeah. And then, um, but he's also a film critic. And, um... Let me see. Yeah, he was on the movie channel. He was on TMC. Okay. And then, um, at that time, it was called, yeah, called Drive-In Theater. Um, but his controversy came whenever in 1985. Sorry, this is way back. Never mind. 1985, <laughs> he wrote a column about We Are the World video. Whenever it came out. Oh, okay. In which he wrote a mocking description of starving African children and made derogatory comments about the African Negro College Fund. Oh, the resulting controversy ended Bloom's position at the Dallas Times Herald, though a syndicated column merely changed distributors. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he made a joke about something that was very out of line. Yeah. And people were like, <laughs> yeah, but this is 1985. This is before, like, or right before the time he got to show and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, but a while back. Um, huh. But, yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. I'm going to completely block that day off. And there you go. I'll just block myself in my room and watch 24 hours of horror yeah. movies on Shutter. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah, I sleep during the ones I don't like too much. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. Just catch some shut-eye or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I like doing that every now and then. I didn't yeah. do it for God of War. I, I do it for video games usually. Mm-hmm. So, like, when a game, like, Far Cry 5 came out a couple weeks ago, I just, like, took a day off from yeah, work. Heard about like, screw all... it. <laughs> yeah, yesterday it got completely turned off from Far Cry 5. I haven't played it yet, but yeah. I about the endings, and I'm like, all those endings I, suck. I haven't, yeah, I haven't heard anything about anything. Yeah, I've, I've heard, I, I have heard that like spoiler free that like some people didn't like some ending stuff, 
And I was like, oh, well, we'll see. I'll, I'll see when I get there. Yep. So, we'll I mean, see. I'm loving the game. I got, though, I so. got described all three endings, and I wasn't a fan. Really? So, yeah. Okay. But yeah. anyways. Um, I've always got to see for myself. So Yeah. But we'll you, you haven't done with God of War yet. I haven't, yeah. God of War is... I just started playing it yesterday, and it's incredible. Yeah. Um, I was playing it when you got here. Mm-hmm. It's really good. But uh, is that it? Yeah, it's whew, yeah. it's gorgeous, man. Uh, is that it for news? Yeah, that's all I got. Cool. All right, uh, let's on move on to our review of Blockers. Yes. <laughs> Bye. I think our daughters are friends. I think that makes us friends. <laughs> I'm Hunter. I'm Lisa. That's my Julie. I'm Mitchell. Kayla's hero. I can't believe it's prompt. They're so grown up. I can't even hug my daughter anymore without feeling her boobs. <laughs> Just high fives from now on, okay? Julie left her laptop open. You guys are snooping on our kids? No. We don't understand what they're saying, so it's not snooping. Oh my god, I love puzzles. <laughs> Some about an eggplant. And teenage emoji eggplants are dicks. Wait, what? All emojis have a secret meaning, so like trees are weed, and this thing is yas queen. Yas queen. So she's gonna get roses, yeah. kiss, and then touch his dick eggplant. What about a drool coming out of the smiley face? That's jizz. Stand down. It is. Look, it's coming. But <laughs> this is a sex pact. They're planning on losing their virginity on prom night. Maybe that's not sex. They're just saying, hey, you're okay with me. You're okay with me. Maybe. No, I fucking knew it. Our girls are not thinking things through. I'm going to stop them. I'm in. Let's cock block those motherfuckers. All right, so what'd you, uh, what'd you think? I thought it was really funny. It was a surprise. Yeah. Um, it really was. Just like Game Night was a very pleasant surprise. It, it was, was also because some of the best movies I've seen this year have been comedies, which, uh-huh. I mean, we're still kind of starting out. Yeah, here. exactly. But um, Yeah, we're almost through April, so I mean, yeah. only four months in. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. I mean, within, you know, starting April, we're about to hit blockbuster season we're yeah, getting all we're the superhero movies and franchise films is going to be completely bogged down from that yeah we're hitting the summer summer blockbuster uh times yeah so. yeah so uh even though it technically like it usually i don't think what it starts on like it starts on like some weekend in may usually it's like labor day or memorial whichever one's in yeah. may there's one in may and one in september and it's basically starting a little early now because it's like infinity war comes out next week and it's like yeah, we know the summer blockbuster movies aren't starting yet, but that's a summer blockbuster yeah, movie. Yeah, that's absolutely sure. one. Yeah, it's just gonna keep on getting you know sooner and sooner mm-hmm. and earlier, earlier in the year. More comic until we have make. it year round, it's just, it's just every like, day. Well, I mean, you know, you have ten. Well, before everything got pushed back to next year, as far as X Men movies went. Yeah, um, there were like ten movies scheduled to come out this year. They're all superhero films. If you take ten superhero films and you put out a three-week box office ruling. Yeah. That's 30 weeks at the top of the box office. Yep. That's, like, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not, because you're really taking the shade away from movies that aren't super movies or big blockbusters that yeah. had a little bit more... I don't want to say that Marvel movies don't have artistic integrity, but movies that were put out on a smaller budget that aren't going to get the, you know... It's just not going to be seen like it needs to because there's six screens being taken up at the local Regal or AMC, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I'm not a huge fan of, even though I enjoy most of the comic book movies that come out, at least. Yeah. It's just, 
I don't think oversaturation is good in any market. Yeah, <laughs> you know? we're we're hitting that we're hitting that uh that bubble. Like yeah. we're getting too many of. Like it's it's unfortunate because I like most of them for what they are too, mm. but it's like we're getting too many uh, blockbusters. Pretty yeah, much too many. Jump on that train. Yeah, it's too much superhero yeah, stuff. It's yeah. too much. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's so weird. Like I like everything. It's just the movie the movie industry works in such a different way, mm-hmm. and so like you know me and you we both complain about like superhero fatigue and having superhero stuff around, but it's like when you really think about it, like it's not that different from from what we've already had and the other world of reading material with superhero stuff being around for you know like 60 70 years mm-hmm. it's like we've already had all these stories told about superman and batman and spider-man uh wonder woman they've already been around forever we have millions of books just dedicated to these characters and stuff and we have stuff that came out like every week every month every couple of months like all this kind of stuff like so we had this oversaturation of superheroes but it was in reading material and that's fine, but like it, it already it already existed, but now it's like transferring over to the movie area, and for a little bit, like it wasn't really like it felt good that it was the same thing. It's like oh, we have this many movies, and they're based on like these many comic books, and so like oh, it's awesome. It's like the same amount, and it's it's good. Now we get to see it live action. It just feels like I don't know, like it's either overstated, it's welcome, or it's like taking up too much of the time now. Yeah, sure. It's like if you went to a bookstore and like everything was comic books, yeah, right. Instead of having like a comic book section, yeah, right. And that, uh, that's how it's unfortunately yeah, starting that, to feel like with a the good analogy. It's um, like, yeah, it's just there's too. And it feels so bad saying that there's too much of it as a person who loves those things yeah, and for sure. wanted for years for something to be like and that. Marvel's killing <laughs> all the, I mean, I don't, I don't think they put out a bad movie, you yeah. know. Yet I think there's been ones that aren't as good as other ones, but I don't think they put a bad one. But it's like yeah. you know, Collider this week. Has had like five videos about Avengers Infinity War about like predictions and shit like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. it comes out next week. Just fucking wait. Yeah. <laughs> just, who gives a shit? It's like it's every time I turn on fucking YouTube, it's, it's people talking about Avengers. It's what everyone's care. talking about, man. Everyone's got to get their two cents in. Yeah. So and tune in next week for our episode of yeah, Avengers. Yeah, we're, we're going to be doing this coming out actually. But um, <laughs> no, but it's, but that's why Blockers is yeah. a breath of fresh air. Yeah, Getting back around is because it's a comedy, and I don't have to worry about fucking superheroes yeah. and all that it's shit. It's not based on a series or, or a, a sequel bit, or yeah, anything. anything. It's, it's, it's own just original thing. A comedy that's actually effective. Yeah. Um, it's funny. It's got heart in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some, some I thought this movie moments. had more heart than, like I was telling you earlier, had more heart than uh, Game Night. Like, Game Night is my mm-hmm. favorite movie of the year. Yeah, for sure. And this one might be taking it. Because even though, like I said, I think the comedy in Game Night is way more funny blockers had a good amount of comedy but then also had something really poignant and really deep to say mm. whereas i didn't really get that feeling from game night no. game night had something where it was like yeah we want to have comedy. a comedy yeah it's like we want to have a kid and so we're talking about that but this movie got into so much stuff that <laughs> i already I was, had a kid <laughs> exactly let go. i was yeah it's, it focused on so many different things it focused on the parents uh learning how to let their kids grow up and go and trust them it focuses on the kids learning how to grow up and explore their own sexualities and all this kind of stuff and then i mean it even threw in like a minority character that was a girl realizing she was gay and like coming out to her friends and family and all this kind of stuff it was all really well done it was stuff that i hoped would be in the movie and I was scared it wouldn't be because the trailer looked like shit. The trailer, looked like, the trailer was not put together well. <laughs> but the movie was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I think that all three of the parents are really great. Yeah. 
Um, Leslie Mann, of course, is good. John Cena was surprisingly funny. He was, yeah. He was really good. Yeah. He was carrying it really well. Yeah. And then, uh, what's the third? What's the other guy? Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz. Mm-hmm. Uh, the back. I mean, I've been, I've known Ike since his Mad TV days. Like, I've known Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I, I've noticed him pop up and things. And when it popped up, like, Suicide Squad, I'm like, oh, that's uh, Ike Barinholtz. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, he was. It was so funny that they introduced him as like the kind of douchey guy in this movie, but then half the time you're siding with him yeah. on points that he's bringing. Because he's one of the only ones with like a full arc. You think so? Like more of an arc than the other two parents, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like as far as like he's like the one parent that's like like remember when we were their age? Yeah, Who gives yeah exactly. Shit? Yeah, he seemed more understanding about it, and it starts off as this way where you're like. Oh, he's just the parent that never actually grew up and is trying to be their kid's friend instead of their kid's parent. Like he starts out like that, but then once it gets going, you're like, oh, he's like this guy's smart. Like he actually realizes like he knows what he's talking about and like he trusts his kid to like grow up and yeah. do their own thing. And yeah, it was really really well done. Yeah, he's he's a uh, his opinion definitely differs from the other two. The other two is like we have to stop this, and for a while he's like oh why like who cares yeah and then he sees his daughter kiss a boy because <laughs> he's he knows it's yeah. like yeah she's gay yeah it's like oh she told you like well no i can no, just it's tell just, I'm I'm dad. Dad. Yeah. 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 like of course i'm not worried about it at all it's yeah. just, he sees her kiss a boy he's like oh fuck we gotta stop it <laughs> yeah it was it was uh yeah pretty pretty decent um yeah i mean i guess we're, we're talking non-spoiler. I mean, there's not really anything too much not to spoil. Too so I think that, but we'll we'll go ahead and get in the spoiler territory, like, I guess. The um, trailer and the trailer thing gives away two of the big funny moments because there's like three big comedy beats. Yeah. In the movie, one of them, if you're talking, if I think I know what you're talking about, I absolutely could not stand in the trailer, and then I saw it in the movie, and I still was like, yeah, this could have been taken out. Oh, really? Yeah. The butt shrug. Yep. Really? No, I thought yeah. it was so funny. I, was I uh, I in the trailer. I just wish that wasn't in the trailer because I think it'd be funny if it wasn't. In the in the trailer, they do it, and I'm like, this movie looks like shit. Yeah. And then they do it in the movie, and I'm like, eh, it's like it's got some funny things, but like I still could have did without this whole part. Like the funniest part was when the girls like already taking drugs, yeah. like her 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 uh, John Cena's daughter, and so she like looks out the window and she sees her dad down there like butt chugging and she's like i am tripping hard like she yeah, right. she thinks she's so like that was funny but other than that i was just like eh, it's, it's whatever yeah, john cena's daughter in this is probably the best one out of the three I think. you think so yeah i think uh, she she kind of reminded me of uh emma stone back in super bad super bad oh, okay like because like, that was her first like role and it was like kind yeah. of comedy yeah. just kind of the same vein yeah and uh that was written by seth seth rogan and uh Evan goldberg. goldberg yeah yeah um but uh her, I'm like, you know, if I see more of her, I wouldn't be surprised. Absolutely, I really yeah. Her. I think all three of the girls are really yeah, good. All three of them. And her yeah. boyfriend just remind me of an American Russell Brand. Oh my god, you know? that's exactly what I was. <laughs> you might Russell Brand. I was like, and John and John Cena is just like staring at him the whole time, like that fucking smirk. smirk. I'm just like, yes, like punch him, like kill him. And like, there's any time whenever he's just like. Uh, maybe we shouldn't do this. Like, I don't know. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> the girl's like, remember that smirk? That <laughs> shitty smirk. <laughs> always gets them riled up. Always get them going. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I could not stand that kid. Like, I've I just, liked him. I I've just seen so much. many kids like that where oh, he's yeah, like, or he's like, He's like, yeah, I made this one concoction. Like, oh, when yeah, he's describing sure. one of the things, like, he's yeah. like, this has DMT in it with just a hint of strawberry or something. Yeah, I'm like, what right. the fuck? Yeah. Oh man. You know the type. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All the other boyfriends were. I mean, 
he's the one that stood out more than the other two boyfriends. He did, yeah, yeah. Like the one boyfriend, the fedora guy. The he's supposed to be bland, and you're not. Supposed yeah, to be he's just bland. I thought he was gay. Oh, okay. Really... That would have been. Yeah, that would have been. I good. thought that was like the thing, like oh, gay. he's gay also. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, but um, they never do that, even though I think it's hinted at. It might be. I don't like, know. Like when they're in bed together and stuff. And I mean, he she, definitely like, grabs his crank. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's just someone touching it in general got him yeah. off. But yeah. He seems to get off on a girl specifically yeah. touching it, so I don't know. Um, but, and the other boyfriend was, you know, standard. Yeah. His parents just, were way better. Yeah, the parents were. Gary Cole. He's, and, yeah, he's uh, interesting. He's interesting because of his relationship with his parents. It's such a weird relationship. And it's so weird because he seems like a really normal kid. Yeah. And everything. Nothing's really wrong with him. Yeah. But he talks about how it's like his parents will text him about, like, <laughs> Them having sex that night and shit. Because like, of a conversation with the other parents. Yeah. And it's like, you, you talk to your kid about that? Like, you tell me you're having sex? Like, well, yeah, we don't hide anything from each other. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, the kid brings it up. Because I think the other kids, like, don't even really notice it too much either, mm-hmm. do they? Like, he brings mm-hmm. it up and they're like, okay, so anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just keep on talking. Yeah. Uh, they're good. Uh, all of them are good. And I think all the different secondary characters um ham burris is in it yeah he's good as he's a really frank good. yeah frank <laughs> um and what's her name i forget her name um who plays ike Holtz's ex-wife yeah she, i've seen her she's in a lot of stuff too. she's yeah. married to um the guy that one guy from the league the really like oh okay. uh, he's the, the bald one with like the gap in his teeth I, yeah the really yeah guy. they're married in real life they'd have huh. like a, they have a movie reviewing podcast together really they met out jason mazukas oh is that together. the one uh how did this get made or yeah something? How did this oh, get okay made. yeah, yeah they, they have their own podcast yep, yep, together i've listened to that um but um they're good in it and uh god damn i don't know i gotta look up his name but the little driver, driver yeah he was on Parks daily show he was on Parks and rec and he was yeah. on the daily show that's right he was on the daily show yeah um that was yeah, the was he was the guy on Parks and rec that worked uh with colton dunn is the actor okay dunn. yeah yeah he was uh the uh he was wildlife one the, yeah um, one of the animal control guys animal control. with uh with dude just died the guy that freaking uh, uh harris. harris harris yeah harris whittle or something yeah like that. he just died like two years ago yeah or yeah something like that yeah Oh nowhere, but uh, yeah, because they're always like abusing animals and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> like using it for weird things and stuff. Yeah, and they're, they're always like they're super fucking like, high. Yeah, they're both like potheads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, he did a really good job. That was another bit, though, another comedy bit in the movie that I didn't like. Though that I didn't really see in the trailer either. But I don't remember much about this trailer because I just can't stand the trailer. But uh, the part where like they all throw up <laughs> in the limo, I was like, oh, I, like I, I am never a fan funny. of vomit humor. Like never a fan of it. The, the, so. the biggest, the two biggest comedy beats I like were whenever both times they go to the parents' house. Yeah, yeah. And the one time when John Cena locks eyes. Yeah. And when they go back, <laughs> they're sneaking around the house. Yeah. Both those parts are fucking great. They are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the other part really I don't good. like about the second part is how they don't resolve it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like grabs and then cuts to them like running off. Like man, that yeah. was crazy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like they, um, I was like, how the fuck did they get out of yeah, that? Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Explain it. It's like good thing we got the item we came for. Yeah, or whatever. it was a very like 1960s Batman thing. Like, yeah. like do you see that Robin? That dolphin jumped in front of the missile. And yeah. <laughs> and they're like, all right, let's go. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fuck yeah. the environment. Yeah, exactly. Dolphins on 1960s <laughs> television. Yeah, it was very much just a dismissive. Someone say a line about it real quick and let's go. Yeah. Which which was fine. Like it was a. Uh, it kept the movie going and the movie was a nice fresh like what 100 minutes so it's like an hour and like 30 or 40 yeah, minutes it moved pretty quick yeah it was it was a good movie wrapping up i'm like ah oh, there's no more yeah yeah, yeah. it sucks it uh i definitely did see um like 
like you see kind of where it's going with most of it and so there's not really too many surprises no. with the whole movie um the, like like we said the, the comedy is just really good everyone seems to have very particular relationships like the parents and the kids and i think that's one of the biggest parts that stands out it's just the relationships in general you have lisa mann and her daughter which are uh very like they're leslie. just mm-hmm. leslie leslie, oh, okay. mm-hmm. leslie mann mm-hmm. yeah you have both of them uh just like they're two sides of the same coin really like they're both kind of the same thing inseparable mother daughter they do yeah she's a single mom she is a single mom yeah yeah. so they have that really really wake up together together, they run together yeah exactly they're like doing everything together and then you see uh john cena and like his daughter which the clearly he wanted a boy yeah, he did, really and like he's boy. training her, like you know, in all these sports and everything. But she's like she's into it, it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. Like she's, yeah, she's not just yeah. like you know there, but it, you can see the kind of weirdness of like him trying to accept the fact that his daughter, <laughs> like the fucking thong part in the beginning of the movie, the is really the, good. The, or yeah. a little be just like the chest bump. Yeah, the chest bump. Yeah, yeah. he like doesn't. He's like, oh, all right, well, she's got boobs. Just high fives. just just high fives. Um, I liked his wife in the movie too, just because I really enjoyed that they slowed down the movie and took a second to have the conversations that they had when uh Leslie Mann and the John Cena's wife character is having the conversation of like, hey, we need to stop our kids from having sex and she's like the john cena's (laughs) wife is like yeah why why are you doing this like these are girls trying to grow up and trying to do their own thing like you need to trust them you need to prepare them with knowledge to make sure they know about all this so Mm -hmm. they can make the correct decisions but if they decide to follow through on something you need to also have them prepared for like how to go about it so they don't fuck up or anything and they got like really deep into it like they're talking about like women's rights and everything like the the gender pay gap that Mm -hmm. exists in the world like all of like it got fucking deep for a second, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It was like, all just a cover joke. It, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it is. Like, yeah. Cool. And they all just run up, <laughs> like, "God damn it!" <laughs> but it's like good because like they present it in such a good way where it's like it makes you think about it for a second. And they're like, "Holy shit!" Like yeah. they're talking about this. Like this is good. But then they all like jet. Yeah, they're like, "All right, I got. It. Let's run." So <laughs> it's like you know, it's just another bit. But it's still the just the fact that they would do that was, yeah, I, I really appreciated it because of that. And you know, the fact that they have a girl coming like it explores different sexualities yeah. explores a girl who it's just like guys being like my daughter's up like the old stereotype of being like i'm loading the gun when the yeah. boyfriend comes over bullshit yeah it's like even though you... women's point of view in yeah. the movie and even though you do have a father that just doesn't like the the daughter it's completely understandable it's not even her boyfriend it's just a it's guy, just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you you do have that represented and then you've got – it's cool because it's got all these different sexual relationships explored for the girls where you have uh, Leslie's daughter who wants to have sex and actually goes through with it. Um, John Cena's daughter who wants to have sex up until the point where she doesn't. But she does get it out. And she does say, <laughs> we can do other stuff, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was a good a good move. And then they had uh, um, Hannibal Burr. That's the only one I can – what's the Ike guy's – Ike Barinholtz. Ike yeah. yeah. Uh, they had his daughter who – realizes she's gay and comes out as gay and actually you know gets a girl that she's able to hang out with and they can't i don't know if they i didn't like was what the the girl that she falls in love with oh my i was cracking up with that one she was where she was like the cosplaying nerd well yeah that i just heard like as an actor was like she's you mean you mean the you mean the daughter or the no 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 the, the the girl that she likes Oh, okay. Yeah, there wasn't much about her. Yeah, I'm just but, kind of like, eh. like yeah. She kind of just showed up in scenes, and she, she does. There, and it's like, yeah, eh. yeah, yeah. And yeah. all the other kids that just had like, 
even like a few minutes or whatever, like all the boyfriends are like, we're good. And like yeah. this one just kind of pops up and I was just like, okay. I, I liked yeah. it though because it was like, it was the elusive thing. She yeah. was like, she, <clears throat> she hadn't had an experience yet. So she mm-hmm. didn't know for sure if she was gay. Yeah, right. So the whole entire night she's hanging out with the other guy and she mm-hmm. sees you get, you get the same feeling as an audience member that she does as a character mm-hmm. where it's like, you just get glimpses of her. You just mm-hmm. see her show up for a second. She's like this elusive mystical animal almost where you're just like, she's amazing like am i gay or like yeah, right. cause she's gay and blah, blah blah and like so like you just get to see she this whole thing with capes. it she's yeah she's cosplaying <laughs> she's got like the cape left over and stuff uh there's that funny bit where like the daughter's like face uh, uh she's putting her face onto the character like next to Zena or something yeah <laughs> like, just, oh, so realistic. exactly and it's not <laughs> at all um but yeah, it was really good that they did, they explored all of these different sexual encounters mm-hmm. through all the characters. The one in particular that I did really like was John Cena's daughter, where she wants to have sex up until the point where she doesn't. And so the guy's I do like, I want this to be special. Exactly. Yeah. And so the guy understands that. And I hope that's a message that a lot of men in America and the world in general right now take away from it. It's like, hey, consent is a real thing. So if someone doesn't want to do something, they can they can be revved up the whole entire time until the point where they're not, and if they're not, you need to back the fuck yeah. off. And I really like that he does that. <laughs> That's yeah, for it's sure. yeah, it's yeah. just good. And he's completely understanding about it. And he's like, all right, well, all right, we won't do anything. Yeah. And, that's how it should be. But like, I'll eat you out if she does. <laughs> you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to Aziz Ansari this up and shove yeah. your fingers down their throat. Yeah, the every claw. Day. Yeah, the claw. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, it doesn't always have to be special. Also, trust me. It doesn't. Like yeah. It wasn't special at all. <laughs> <laughs> It's awkward as fuck. Yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, I can't see. You gotta put me in. I'm like, oh, that's where it is. Got it. Fun. Mine was a little special. I think yeah. there were candles somewhere. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was. Like, mine was in a graveyard. So. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, mine was just in a bedroom, but I think there was candles somewhere. Yeah. So I didn't light them, but she did. I, I think, yeah. I think yeah. that was it. Uh, yeah. yeah, so mine wasn't at prom. I didn't even go to fucking prom. I didn't go to prom uh, either. I didn't go to prom. Everybody's like, I just go to prom to go to the after party. I'm like, yeah. I just went to the after party. Yeah, just go to the after party. <laughs> yeah, I just drank. <laughs> I was working at Burger King, so yeah. I didn't go. I just worked and Making made money. money. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, all right, I don't need to what go. What a shame. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right? Uh, you didn't pay $200 to go to a show. That's a good idea. Everybody's just staying around awkwardly. Great. Yeah. I heard it was fun though, but yeah. you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go to it. So it's always prom is always weird to me in the teen movies because I'm just like, that's one of the one things I didn't experience. I experienced uh, pep rallies, Friday night football games, graduation, like dances in middle school. Sure. Like I, yeah, I, I look at all those. I just that, yeah, yeah. same thing. Uh, prom was the only thing I didn't do either year, junior or senior year. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, yeah it was just one of those because I. I don't know about you, but especially growing up with like you know the John Hughes movies and just all these other kind of teen movies where they're going through school, you know, like Saved by the Bell and all this shit, where people are just going through stuff and they're going through middle school and high school, having all these experiences. I felt like I was checking all that off as yeah, I was sure. going through too. So I was like, oh man, I've done this and I've done that, and I do regret like not being able to go to prom because it was just that one thing I couldn't check off. But at the same time, I'm just like. Yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get it. So check off, like Anton Yelchin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just, just check off. <laughs> yeah, just, just check off. Uh, yeah. yeah, like Chekhov's gun. It was there, and I never used it, yeah. and so it was yeah. shitty. Yeah. Um, no, but the whole movie, like, that's what I'm saying about the movie in general is that it just like, <sighs> it explores so many interesting things in such a good way. Yeah. And I have a feeling a lot of this is because of you know 
the director being a woman mm-hmm. and helping show these like moments that you know yeah. as guys we might might not really think of especially with teenage girls and stuff like just yeah a lot of it's the, the one thing about her i will say about her as a director um that i didn't like about the film is she she fell into the same kind of gap that a lot of first-time directors fall into what's up is that um in the editing process her some of her footage doesn't work like she shot out sequence i think she has a lot of yeah. reactionary shots oh okay of people talking yeah and the dialogues are going from the other scene you know from before it cut to the person's reaction but okay. it's not matching up with the mouth of the person that's saying the words like the back of their head like their mouth won't uh, be moving or anything like that just something i start noticing more and more now i didn't notice that yeah. like every reactionary shot just about that she did yeah the dialogue wasn't syncing up with the mouth like at all yeah with like a I, person that's talking yeah they're showing because you're supposed to focus on the person's reaction but too much of the head of the person that's saying it is in the frame gotcha okay yeah and the dialogue's still going but the, it's not matching with mouth means you know she, of course she shot it separately yeah, yeah but it's yeah. not like lining it up just cut over it happened to like a where... lot in the film I didn't a notice lot it. in the film the only mm-hmm. thing and this is super small and super weird to notice mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the only thing i noticed there was one continuity error mm-hmm. and i caught it and it's like really small it's like so small it's insignificant but for some reason i caught it it's uh i noticed um the leslie mann's daughter uh, when they go to school that day and they're talking about making the sex pact, you know, sex pact 2018, whatever for prom night that yeah, night, right. they're talking about this and she does something. She like grabs something off a table and like shows her hands mm-hmm. and you can see her fingernail polish is like peach or something or like some kind of like skin tone color or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was like pretty, it was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Fingernail polish, whatever. Like it looks nice on her. And then <laughs> later on when she goes home, you know, they're going to prom that night. Mm-hmm. So like, they're already talking about prom that night. So when she goes home, she sees that there's mail and it came from like ucla yeah, it's part right. of her story arc where mm-hmm. she's like applied and she might be going and she's worried about leaving her mom by herself and she checks the mail and opens it and she has a different fingernail polish on uh, that's like so fucking small it's like yeah, not even right. a thing but it is like a continuity error where it's like if this is that the same bitch if this, <laughs> exactly they fucked it up don't ever let this woman direct How anything again she? No, uh, yeah, she, like, pulled out something, and it was just, like, she had, like, dark, it was almost, like, purple fingernail polish or something, so it was, like, noticeable, because, yeah, sure. like, it was way darker than the ones, unless she changed, yeah, unless she, you know, changed fingernail polish at school or something, which is absolutely possible, Not sure. but, uh, no, it was supposed to be the same day, she was just getting home from school, I think she was wearing, like, the same, hope she was wearing the same clothes, too, but, <laughs> but it was, like, two different, it was two different shots of, like, her hands, yeah, and so, right. like, I saw, she's got pale white hands, so I saw the fingernail polish on it. And so I saw that it uh, didn't match, and I almost walked the fuck yeah, out. I would have walked out. <laughs> I was like, I knew I, this movie was going to be if shit. If I would that, I would have left. I would throw my popcorn first. And yeah. <laughs> like, fuck this. <laughs> this movie's unrealistic. <laughs> I'm going to watch Infinity Wars next next week. <laughs> Which is totally reasonable. <laughs> exactly. They're all superheroes. Unlike this fi- bullshit. Yeah, superheroes fighting in space. At least they get their fingernail polish right. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, college girls? I was never one. How do I know this is the actual experience they actually went through? <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah. So, you got anything else to say about it? No, not really. Yeah, it was it was good. Really yeah. good. Uh, what would you give the award to? I would give the award to those girls for being really good, all three of them. Absolutely. Oh, that, that's another scene I really liked was whenever Ike Barinholtz is talking to his daughter. Yeah. When it, like when they're actually talking at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're in the like, hotel she's room. She's like, and I'm stuff. gay. And he's like, oh, like really? It's like, 
does your mom know? Yeah. Because like, you talked about earlier. Yeah, he's like, what does your mom think of it? Yeah, but they're having that whole connection. There's that one part in it whenever she stands on the couch. Oh, so yeah. He's like, I gotta take a selfie because, like, his whole thing is like, yeah, he's yeah. that guy. It's yeah, like, exactly. take a selfie or, like, shoot, you know, whatever, like, Instagram <laughs> and everything. Yeah. And uh, he goes to take the selfie and she's like, you know, I don't, I don't need to take the selfie. Yeah. Or whatever. And that's such a great scene. Also. It is. It's really well done. And um, all three of the girls are really good. Uh-huh. Um, I want to definitely see more of all three of them. Um, as well as the parents are great, also. But I'm gonna give it to them. I give it to the girls. Yeah, good, good, good deal. Um, I think I'm just gonna give it to the relationships of the parents with the girls. Sure. That's the front and foremost. Like that's what they do. What they focus on in this movie, uh, they do a really good job with it. You get, you understand like each parent, like what they're trying to do with their kids. You understand each kid, like how they're trying to get away from their parents and mm-hmm. do their own thing. Uh, they're all they're all unique. Um relationships for the movie they all like are separate enough from each other to where the kid the parents and the kids can feel the same thing as a whole but it's different situations and different relationships but it's still the same thing the parents are trying to deal with letting their kids go Mm -hmm. the kids are trying to deal with exploring their world as they're growing up and everything it was just yeah it was all like different enough but like enough to be um universal pretty much where everyone can understand and kind of uh you know, empathize with it. I mm-hmm. guess that's the words I'm saying. Um, but yeah, that's it. So, uh, blockers. And I guess we'll move on to our recommendation corner. Got yes. anything to recommend? Um, last week, week before last? Yeah. Uh, last week, I saw Isle of Dogs. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I was excited for it because Wes Anderson. Uh-huh. And I wasn't disappointed. It's good to see a movie that's so stylistic and so creative yeah yeah and it's a big lover to big love letter to uh kira kurosawa um which is famous director oh, japanese okay. director um he's who directed seven samurai yojimbo oh okay Ran. like he's he's one of the most influential directors of all time was yojimbo a movie mm-hmm. i've seen that as a play i've mm-hmm. never seen the movie yeah yojimbo that's oh, what okay. that's what uh fistful of dollars is based off of oh okay and, um it's a remake of and so is um the Bruce Willis movie, uh, Last Man Standing, back in the 90s. Oh, uh, okay. About man coming into town. There's two warring factions. And yeah. And trying to claim against each other. Okay. But uh, there's actually two Yojimbo films, both of them starring Toshio Mifun. Hmm. And um, directed by Kira Kurosawa. But anyways. Yeah. Um, it's it's a big love letter to Japanese cinema, especially Kira Kurosawa, as um, Wes Anderson and Jason Schwartzman said. And because Jason Schwartzman uh, helped write the was one of the writers oh okay okay um because they collaborate a lot you know Wes Anderson is always collaborating with him or the Wilson brothers yeah or or Luke um which neither of them are in this film Hmm. but um they don't do voices because I know the voice there's a lot of of people uh, voicing stuff uh Edward Norton um Brian Cranston Jeff Goldblum Liev Shriver Bill Murray um Greta Gerwich that's a list man yeah (laughs) there's a lot of them um Greta Gerwich uh Francis McDormand is in it a lot of people are in it um, Harvey Keitel. Wait, did you say Greta Gerwig? Mm-hmm. Wasn't she the director of Lady Bird? Yeah, but she's an actress. Oh, first shoot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Just like Jordan Pilgrim, the actors originally yeah. that went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, uh, uh, I love the animation. I love how everything looks. And yeah. All that, like, just think of everything that took into doing, like, the puppeting and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and his animation department did. Because the same way he did Fantastic Mr. Fox, you know, the second animated movie he's done. Oh, okay. And that's... I, Fantastic Mr. Fox, I like better. It's a better movie. But um, this was really good. Um, oozing with creativity. Yeah. Uh, it's got heart in it. It's not for kids, 
I saw people bring their kids into the film. Yeah. Like when we went to see Beirut, people were like getting really. Uh, people were like getting tickets for Isle of Dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I thought you said they brought their kids it's into like Beirut. My mom and my grandma room. bring the kid in. I'm like, you are in for a surprise. It's well, not an R-rated film, but it's definitely not intended for like kids. Is it PG-13? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, okay. Like it's PG-13, but there's like death in it, and there's like yeah. You see a dog's ear ripped off and stuff like that. Do they not do it in a way that it's like even kind of. Like where they are, like you don't you don't think it's done in a way where they're kind of exploring the idea of death and introducing it to a kid. Oh no, somebody actually gets like poisoned in it. Really? Like through like sushi and stuff, and there's like huh. a lot of like political stuff in the movie. Oh as well. okay. So it's yeah, not like uh. So it's not like um. Shit, what was that movie with the kid that played the banjo, and he like fought and he had the monkey. Kubo and the two. Kubo strings. and the two strings. Because yeah. that movie de- that it. movie deals with death, but it's yeah. like a kids movie and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so does Coco. But, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's all about the death. What was about that your, the, that's that's your phone? Oh, okay, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it's really good. I really okay. enjoyed it. Yeah, um, it's probably not everybody's cup of tea, but yeah, I really liked it. I have a feeling it's not gonna be not my yeah, cup of tea. So. You don't like Wes Anderson, though. And I, 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 I do, I like do not, Anderson. yeah, he's a little too stylistic for me. I, so I, much I like, so I like how stylistic he is, I like his sense of humor, like how dry it is. And yeah, fair enough. This has a lot of that humor in it. But so, which one is it? Is it Isle of Dogs or Isle of the Dogs? Isle of Dogs. Okay, because yeah. I always say it the wrong way, and then you're yeah. like, "It's Isle of this." Yeah, and, and it, it's okay. it's interesting because there's uh, I saw the preview for it, and I was like, "Nope, only I'm good. only the dogs and one character, two characters, speak a human character speak speak English." Yeah, uh, one's an interpreter, one's an exchange student, and they're the ones that speak English. All the other characters talk in Japanese or get interpreted or have subtitles. Okay, own. okay, yeah, yeah. I thought I heard something about that, and mm-hmm. it sounded really. Uh, off-putting where it's like they don't explain everything that's being mm-hmm. said and i'm like okay yeah. well that just further alienates that whole culture from me so i can't yeah. like if i'm not able to understand what's going on like, like the scar joe's and also skills johansson that's what i oh, okay that's yeah, what i thought who is she who is she in it she's a dog she's like a show dog oh okay more back because basically like there's like a whole like dog plague yeah and everything that's like getting people sick and stuff mm-hmm. and so they just like start they quarantine the dogs onto an island yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay and Edward Norton is like one of the main dogs, isn't he? Yeah, it? he's one of the main dogs. Okay. Like the main group of dogs is him, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Murray, and um, Barry Baccarat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll check it out when it like goes to yeah. Redbox or something. Yeah, and and, and uh, Brian Cranston, he's yeah, just like Brian the main, Cranston. Main dog. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, but you liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good. Good deal. Um, so my recommendation for this week, uh, I think I actually just talked about it when we were recording earlier. God of War. Mm-hmm. I'll just recommend that. Uh, I want to call it God of War Four because it, I, like it technically is, but yeah. when it came out, when I pre-ordered it, when I looked it up online, it's just God of War. Yeah, it's just God of War. So it might be doing the for those of you that don't know that don't know, uh, it was an original trilogy on PlayStation, and you played as a god of war named Kratos who was fighting in the Greek mythology, going against Ares and Zeus and Hercules and like all these Poseidon, like all these Greek gods. You're wrong. You play a fucking asshole named Kratos. <laughs> but he becomes the god of war. Yeah, he does. Uh, but yeah, you play as Kratos and you like fight through a lot of mythology and Greek and Greek uh, mythology. And that game series ends. Mm-hmm. But um, they just made the new one for PS4. It takes a few hundred years after it takes place. I'm not sure. A while after? Like, I don't know. I just know it's afterwards because yeah. they do references past. 
and this god of war is set in norse mythology so you have to deal with like thor and odin and baldor and stuff who's like the that. god of war of norse mythology? i have no i have no oh. idea i don't really know anything about it besides like thor and odin like Marvel Comics yeah and like Mid- midgard yeah. and you have like also, more of a greek stuff. mythology fan yeah yeah exactly well i think in general greek kind of gets like the biggest push yeah, of sure. stuff in, ma- in mainstream that that and that and uh uh christian yeah yeah, exactly. Like the mythology. Oh, jeez. If they went and explored Christian mythology, I'd be, I'd be all about <laughs> just, that. Just fighting Jesus. <laughs> just fighting Jesus. Ah! No, uh, so this one explores Norse mythology. Kratos has got like a beard and uh, he's got, a, got a son. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little bit more likable in this movie, if you, I hear. He, he, he's only likable because of his son. son. Uh, his name, his name Atreus. And it's really funny. Like, you see him kind of like distancing. Like, he's trying to be a father and trying to teach him right. There's parts where you're like, helping him hunt and stuff so you're like telling him how to aim and how to pull the bowstring and stuff um but the kid definitely makes kratos kratos more likable just because of their relationship they have mm-hmm. and the kid gets very excited about stuff and kratos is just like <laughs> he's just like, like i killed zeus <laughs> and the kid's like yeah they'll just like see something that looks really cool and atreus will be like oh wow and kratos is like boy come and they like fucking he's like yes sir and so like he comes to you and stuff and it it's the first time the critics got voiced by somebody different all the other all is it i thought it was the same guy same guy this one is chris judge who did the voice of d mob and def jam vendetta def jam five from new york yeah it's also stargate because i knew i knew the guy who did the original kratos was he was a black dude yeah he's a black dude also so i thought it was the same dude on this one this is chris judge the other guy was the one that voiced him in the other five uh six games interesting they they did a good job of finding six games yeah they did a good job with it then because i could not tell it sounds sounds like the same guy yeah i mean it's a little bit more uh gravelly and stuff but yeah, the story of Kratos is like really interesting in this one. You don't know too much about it yet. You can tell there's been hints to uh, the earlier trilogy being canon, so it's not like they're doing a reboot. It's like everything happens yeah, and sure. it, it it happened, so Kratos remembers it and just it, it takes it, it affects the story. Um, yeah, there's rumors that you know they'll go off and if this one's successful they'll go off and do other stuff like egyptian mythology yeah, and, egyptian mythology. yeah all this kind of stuff um the gameplay is a little different the older games were very like uh platformy and hack and slash kind of thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh they also made really mainstream like qte things uh kind of like resident evil 4 and stuff like that you just like p- press the right button at the right time this one doesn't really do that so much it's more of a uh, like you said when you were talking about earlier, like The Last of Us, there is some kind of Last of Us feel feel to it. Like, like maybe yeah. Uncharted. Like Uncharted does way you know way more platforming there. There's almost like zero platforming that mm. I've ran to in this. Uh, they still keep the puzzles, and the puzzles are interesting, mainly because they have a new weapon now called the instead of in the original Greek trilogy, it had a uh, Kratos with the Blades of Chaos, Blades of Chaos yeah. and they were like chained blades attached to his wrists, and so mm. that was interesting for that series. And in this one, he has his main weapon is called the Axe of Leviathan, or the Leviathan Axe. And it's really cool because you use it, and it has, like, frost damage, but you can also throw it. And then when it's thrown, it either lands somewhere, or it'll be, like, flip it flying off somewhere, and you press triangle to recall it. And so it comes back to you like Thor's hammer. So you just, like, get it back, and you're like, boom, and it's freaking awesome. You play as him and and his son? You play as as Kratos, and Atreus... uh, like goes along with you kind of like ellie and the last yeah, of us like last of and us she'll like, like he helps out in the same way that she does you but the thing is, is like you can kind of command him a little bit mm-hmm. so like uh the main command you can do is that he does arrows 
and so you can press square to like make him fire an arrow at an enemy and it doesn't damage the enemy really but it stuns them and they have like a stun meter under the health bar and if you can fill the stun meter you get like a special move that you can do and so like you can have him do that and then switch over to your melee like fists and like Mm -hmm. brawl for a second Mm -hmm. and once you fill the stun meter you can like click r3 and he like grabs them and slams them down and rips their head off or something it's like like yeah it's like a melee like qte kill or whatever he really likes ripping people in half exactly yeah no he he does it with this one too this one is a lot more interesting with the story too because it's way more deep and way it seems like it's way more profound because in the original games, you know, he was just running around fucking killing everyone. Mm-hmm. And this one, since he's got a son there with him and he's trying to teach him about hunting and about war and all this kind of stuff, uh, there is a really profound moment where, because throughout the most, maybe the first few hours of the game, you're fighting monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you run into people. And so you have to fight the people and you tell, like, Kratos yells at Atreus, like, boy, stay out of this. And Atreus, like, almost gets killed, and he has to, like, kill a guy. Mm-hmm. And Atreus, like, freaks out because he's never killed a human before. Right. And so, like, Kratos has a moment where he's like, you got to turn this off. Like, you can't be in your head thinking about this the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. it was you or him, and you mm-hmm. chose him, so don't think about it too much because it's, it's like, going trust to... Me, I killed 100 innocent people <laughs> yeah. in the other three, exactly. five, six games. <laughs> they had all the red orbs. I needed red orbs. One, one of the puzzles, I just had to go and put one guy that was in a cage in between two firewalls so I could unlock a door. Just I didn't give a fuck yeah. about that guy. I, I didn't care about him. I explained to him, God's the man sacrifice. <laughs> exactly. Know. No, but in this game, they do try to slow it down a little bit and make it a little bit... I guess maybe since he has like a son that's yeah, still sure. alive. Well, I think, I think that's one of the biggest critiques of like the original one is how overrated and how much people didn't like kratos yeah yeah so they're like well let's try to make him a little bit more human he's basically like, a villain yeah, yeah. you're playing because like, play he's just anger and yeah it's hard to, that's all he, is. he does like really fucked up things mm-hmm. in like those yeah. other games and stuff and they're very fun games but yeah. it's just like he is not, not a likable, likable. he's not supposed to be likable yeah, either um they do have like a couple of what that they try so to hard do whenever it's just like him everybody else yeah because there's nobody you connect to yeah like, exactly. there's no characters it's yeah. just him and you don't like him, yeah. and you're trying to kill everybody else, and they're but all they, kind of assholes too. I think, I think, I think in the original trilogy, though, they do 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 a kind of good job of like showing the reason for all his anger because they start showing like all what all the other gods are doing and yeah, what right. they think about like humanity and all this kind of stuff, and you're like, you kind of team up by the end of by the third one, you're like, yeah, Kratos, let's fucking do this, let's yeah, right. climb Mount Olympus and go kill these motherfuckers. Yeah, We're right. done. So like. You kind of get that with him, and this one though, it slows it down a lot more, and it makes you think about. There's still those crazy epic, like when you kill a troll, it's it's God of War three type stuff. Like you're flipping around and blah, slamming people, yeah, like right. it's it's all kinds of stuff. So um, they still have that overabundance of gore and hyper violence and everything, mm-hmm. but it's they do a better job in this one of uh, you know, slowing it down and making you think about stuff. It affecting the characters more, that kind of stuff. I'm only like three or four hours into it. It's really solid. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's been board. called like a masterpiece it. on a lot of yeah. reviews, and I can see why. Yeah. It's really good. Um, so. Yeah, I, I mean, in the original game, I think you see him because because I'm replaying right now the first three. Yeah, and to lead up to the fourth one because I haven't played them in a while. Yeah, so I have the HD remaster of the first two. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And playing the first one, I, and there is 
times that, that he has a little bit of humanity that I forgot about. Yeah. There's like times of flashbacks that he thinks about like whenever he sold his soul and everything like that and then yeah. it shows me his like, family. what have I become Yeah, and everything. Yeah. But they don't like dwell on it enough. They don't. They're just yeah. like, okay, well fuck it. it I'm gonna go kill an innocent person. It's supposed to, <laughs> at least for me, it felt like it was supposed to give you just enough to get mad with him. Yeah. It's like this guy is all about anger and hate and we're trying to summon that a little bit in the mm-hmm. player to make them have, be motivated to keep playing the game and so when you see screwed up crap happening you kind of end up siding with kratos where you're like screw it i'm gonna do what i have to because this guy's gonna pay like in the whole game you're trying to go kill Ares, mm-hmm. and then in two and three you're wanting to go kill like the zeus. actual gods yeah, and stuff like that. zeus and everyone and uh they do a good job at least in my in my opinion of pissing the player off just enough yeah, to sure. play and side with kratos and david you know? jaffe has nothing to do with this one either right Who's that? David Jaffe was the game director of the first. He's a creator of Twisted Metal. He's the one that came up with the idea of God of War and everything like that. And he did God of War 1 and 2, but he didn't do 3, yeah. Ascension, like Chains Blades of Olympus, or Chains Olympus and the other PSP one. Yeah. Or And I don't think he came back for this one either. I don't think... I, I didn't notice who the director was. The only name that stood out to me in the credits was the uh, score, the mm-hmm. music, because Bear McCree does it. That's okay. the guy that does Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. He did Sinclair Hill Lane. Mm-hmm. He did something else recently. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, they just but, released uh, the... Uh, they just released on vinyl on Mondo this past week. What, God of War 4? Yeah, the God of War right. 4 soundtrack. They released oh, okay. on vinyl nice. on Mondo. I'll yeah. have to check that out mm-hmm. then. Yeah. Because I got a record player now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, it's a two-disc set. It comes with art in it and stuff. Nice. So, I want to get the uh, Nier Automata vinyl set too because that's one of the best soundtracks i've heard in years and that game is that was my game of the year last year but uh this one is definitely contender if not game of the year for this year Mm -hmm. so far for me but like i said it's only 2018 yeah fucking spider-man and coming out yeah we got all kinds of stuff coming out we'll uh, we'll see (laughs) yeah the (laughs) spyro remaster no uh beyond or not beyond detroit become human comes out next week too or next month so gotta beat god of war and far cry before that comes out god but... war probably pretty easy to beat oh yeah yeah compared to far cry it's really fun i'm probably gonna go back and play it too it's uh just open enough where you have some side stuff that you want to go complete but it's not completely open world like the witcher or some crap sure. like it's not that but uh it gives you just enough stuff to let, let it feel like you're you can enjoy the game and explore a little bit and then go back to the main story sure. um but yeah i'm gonna be playing that right after we get done recording this yeah. so <laughs> i'm gonna go back to it uh, I think that's it though. So, yeah. go ahead and wrap this up. Um, if you want to check out any more of our earlier episodes, or email us, or tell us that we're stupid for our opinions or whatever, you can do all that. You can reach us at Gmail. It's and the award goes to podcast at gmail.com. That's and the award goes to podcast, all one word at Gmail. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, on iTunes. You can leave us a review. You can like us and follow. What is it? Following on Facebook or whatever. We're on Twitter. I'm trying to post more on there, but I don't. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you can find us anywhere on all that stuff and make recommendations. Because, you know, we see a lot of movies that we see. You know, we go see new stuff in theaters. But, you know, we like having recommendations of things to see, too. I think we took a couple of recommendations last year. Like, we went and saw Atomic Blonde because we had, like, four people say they wanted us to review that. We recorded, like, Baby Driver because we had a couple people say they wanted to hear that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Definitely, like people can throw in stuff, and we'll yeah, we'll try to get around to it if we yeah. if we got the time. I really want to figure out some way to uh, if I say it and it gets recorded, maybe we'll be more motivated to do it. But I really want to figure out how to do uh, commentaries too, like yeah, do sure. uh, do some audio like uh, movie commentaries where we just like watch a movie one night and yeah, just right. like shit on it the whole time or whatever <laughs> or something. But uh, we'll we'll That's figure fun. that out. I, I I'd like to figure that out and put yeah. those on as like bonus episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in addition to our weekly movie episodes. But we'll figure something out. And then next week is going to be... Avengers Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War, which was originally supposed to be... Wasn't it supposed to be a part one and a part two? And now it's just... Now it's just Avengers Infinity War and Avengers... For, which they said they aren't releasing this title yet because whatever the title is, I guess, is a spoiler for, a spoiler for War. Infinity War or something. And it says it's going to make fanboys really sad. Really angry. So that's what Kevin Feige said. Nice. Or, uh, the Russo brothers said, I think. Very nice. So, yeah, because we'll the, Rus- the Russo brothers are doing this one, and they did Civil War and Winter Soldier, and Civil War is my favorite superhero movie yeah. of all time. So, my, uh, there we go. Uh, I'm ready for it. I know that there's a lot of rumors that. A lot of people at least think that this is going to be the last movie with this lineup. That yeah, somebody yeah. somebody has they've got to kill at least like somebody three or four had the people. idea of like Avengers Four is going to be a completely different Avengers. You think so? This was like, think. It's going to yeah, be the heard, new I, Avengers I, I taking that, over. Yeah, I heard, yeah. I heard that idea. This yeah. is what I had it. It would be interesting. I know we're all you know everyone's trying to. It's turned into like the Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. So we're trying to like everyone. Most of the speculation is about who's going to die. Mm-hmm. A lot of people rightly so think you know one of the big three if not the big three iron man thor captain america it's paying 50 million a movie yeah like it makes sense to get rid of them since you're paying so much but i kind i kind of just want to like i don't want it to mess up any stories but i kind of want to be surprised i kind of want them not to like you know, kill off old people or whatever, and people that we're expecting. Well, I think the trailer's been pretty good about not spoiling too much. I haven't. I've I seen, like the, the, same I've seen the first trailer. trailer that yeah, been showing the other two if, and a half hours. If it is, <laughs> then, yeah. If it is, then maybe. But I kind of, I kind of want to be surprised and like, instead of killing someone, I see some coming a mile away, like you know, Iron Man or something. Kill Spider Man. They, they aren't gonna do that because they just kill him kill him <laughs> kill him and surprise the shit out they of kill me. hawkeye it's like yeah who cares yeah exactly kill <laughs> you someone, fuck him in every movie kill who someone cares? that i don't see coming yeah. kill like you know star lord or something or kill thanos there you go yeah everyone kill Nobody thanos no, uh, yeah i, I thought bring i think Yondu it, back and <laughs> yeah exactly just you know <laughs> just shoot him you bring him back to life and just, just pull out a gun a little 38 special is Way too small for his hand. He yeah. blows his fucking brains out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to do it just for a shock factor. If they've already got stuff for the story plan, right, which yeah. they do for Spider Man, yeah. so it's whatever. But I, I kind of want to do. I do want to be surprised, like with, uh, um, Age of Ultron. I was surprised with that because I thought they were telegraphing Hawkeye too much, and I was like, oh, okay, Hawkeye's gonna die, obviously. Well, Quicksilver. And then it ends up being care. Quicksilver. I, I didn't care really. Yeah. But I was like, oh, shit. I didn't. And, you know, they even have that meta moment for a second where Quicksilver saves Hawkeye. And Quicksilver even says, like, I bet you didn't see that coming or yeah, something. Right. It's like a wink to the audience. Yeah. And I was like, you're right, Joss Whedon. I didn't. So, I mean. Thank God you couldn't because he was really annoying in this movie. <laughs> I liked him. I, I hate his stupid really? Russian accent. That sounds awful. <laughs> I, eh, it didn't really bother me. I, I, I really like, especially when he's introduced in the beginning. He's just, like, toying with Hawkeye. Mm. And he's just like. Oh, you didn't see that? Like, just, I thought it was really well done. Hawkeye's like, I have no power. Stop. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I've got 2.5 kids. Leave me alone. I have to get back home. Uh, no. So we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. We got to figure out what we're doing for it, too. Uh, we may have a special guest next week. We may have a special guest next week. Our good buddy, Austin Winkler, who's um, on, he's got a YouTube channel. If anyone wants to check it out, he does movie reviews on there. We've got to try to get him on for his interesting thoughts on the movie. We mainly got to figure out like, what day we're sitting. Because I'm pretty sure, like, 
Thursday's probably already sold out. I get off of work at like 7.30, so... Did you already buy your tickets? No. Oh, okay. Happening. I want to see it Friday early before, like when people are still in school and shit. Yeah, that's what I want. I, wanna... I don't want to see Saturday because it'll be fucking packed Saturday. Exactly, yeah. I want to try to see a celebration point. Oh, okay. Because the new theater's new, open new now, theater so down down there. Just check it out there. Okay. And that's Regal, right? So yeah, I can still all three Regal. Regal and yeah. stuff. Okay. That's, yeah. So. Might, might go for... No, well, Friday I can't make it work during the day because I go have see to work. midnight on Thursday. Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm thinking. Either uh, sometime after seven thirty on Thursday or Friday night. So because yeah, now everything is released Wednesdays and Thursdays now. It's fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> they they do midnight showings at like six p.m. on yeah, Thursday. 6 PM. So it's like all right, whatever. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll figure something out and we'll have Infinity War next week. Yep. Uh, so besides all that, I guess that's it. Yep. And we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.